I'll go ahead and get started as people are filing in. But um, Brent Crank, who's another uh, leader, owner of a business, and uh, Brent Thomas Renovations, and, uh, Falling Jesus. And he said, I can't imagine, the other day we were on a call, and he said, I can't imagine going through these times without these leaders talking about you guys and so you know last night with my personal situation um something like threatening just just a challenge um it's nice to be able to um, blast out i was telling the nurses i've got a 116 people on a distribution list that um and you guys blew up my phones i mean it, it was i felt um you know, I felt loved and, um, and I felt God's presence. So, you know, that's the, uh, my, my hope, my hope is that we uh, love each other well and um, pray for each other. And uh, I was telling Mark McConnell a moment um, offline or online as he was jumping in is that I, I hope you guys feel um, or are encouraged to ask each of us to pray for you. I, I feel my, my coworker, Jeff Barber, it's, a, it's an honor to do so. It's, you're not putting us out by saying, hey, will you pray for us? And um, you, guys, you guys are doing so much heavy lifting for others. Anytime that we can love you guys or uh, encourage you, um, I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. So the enemy's, the enemy certainly doesn't like what we're doing. And, um, and so God's, God's doing some great things uh, in us and through us. So let me go ahead and launch us, Mark, and I'll turn it over to you. Lord Jesus, thank you for uh, today. Thank you for the gift that you've given us another day um, to get closer to you, Lord. Um, and we do ask you to help help us uh, remove distractions um, and help us recalibrate and focus on you today. And um, Lord, use us. And thank you for allowing us to be your sons and your daughters. And um, I thank you again for Mark McConnell stepping up early this morning and leading us. And I just ask for your Holy Spirit to uh, again speak through him to us for encouragement and equipping. We love you, Lord. Amen. Mark McConnell, welcome back. Hey, brothers, sisters, I'm glad to be here and be part of this and be with you all. And uh, first thing is, I'll say a quick prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for bringing Jerry through the trial last night and for, for us being able to be a part of his journey uh, with the pain of his shoulder and everything. I'm glad that he's here today and that um, he's healing. Thank you, God. Yes. Um, so anyway, uh, I was on the, the session a few days ago, and a young man was on uh, leading. His name was Kurt Kersey. Yeah. And that's when I first got inspired to of what I might say this morning. Uh, young Kurt, well-spoken guy, um, extremely um, extremely dedicated to the Lord. You can tell that he's sold out for Jesus. And the other thing that bonded me to him is that I am close friends with his grandfather, his grandfather, John. 
is a dear friend of mine and in a Tuesday night men's group with me for the last four or five years or so. And so uh, I, got, I get off the phone right after that and called John and just said, hey, your grandson Kurt just spoke. And if you think about legacy, uh, there are 50 years difference in those two, two people's lives, their age, but yet the bond and what's been passed down. And uh, that was so encouraging uh, for me. But, and it got me to thinking about the wide range of age of all the fellows and gals that are on this call. Mm. Probably as much as, uh, you know, some as young as 25, some as old as 75, a full half century of variation, perspective, and insights, and all those kind of things that we bring to here. But what binds us together? And mm. immediately, I know that what binds us together is that each one of us has accepted Jesus as our Savior. And I think back to way back in 1979 when I said, I believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and I have accepted him as my personal Savior and Lord. And how it's like walking into a room and there's this light there that only those that have seen it and chosen mm. to dedicate their lives to it can see it mm -hmm. and so i walk into a room and i might not know anybody but as soon as i find out that they are a follower of christ and their heart's desire is to lift him up he says when i be lifted up i'll draw a men unto me i am drawn to them i become their brother mm -hmm. so what binds us here together this morning we are, well we're all business people in the residential construction trades, or at least 90% of us here. So we have that in common where we yeah. can relate to the highs and lows of our business. But yet more importantly is this eternal bond that goes beyond the 70 or 80 years we have on this planet that goes on into a million years from now, where a million years from now, yeah. I will be able to worship the King with Jerry, with all of you. Yeah, And that is, a, that is something that if we live in view of eternity, it just unites us together constantly. Um, and um, that took me back to uh, New Year's Day this year. I was with my wife, Cheryl, and we were driving to Cleveland and uh, to our hometown, a little tiny Amish town on the northeast side of Cleveland. And... Um, she was asleep in the car seat beside me, and so I had Stephen Curtis Chapman on the radio, and I got to worship for four and a half straight hours, solid all the way up. And of course, by the time I got four hours into it, it put me in the right frame of mind to be thinking about eternal things. And um, I was thinking how for the last few years, I've been thinking and trying to search for a life verse for myself. Mm. And that was inspired by a conference called Transformational Leadership, where they say, well, start with the end in mind, and that's what Paul Bauscher and all those, you know, life coach gurus say, but uh, start with the end in mind and what's going to be put on your tombstone. And I've never been able to come up with something for the last three years I've been thinking about it, of anything specific, but just this just hit me at the time. And it's uh, one verse in Philippians, uh, Philippians 3, 13 and 14, I'm going to read it for you. Um, and it, it, Philippians 3, 13 and 14 is Paul speaking. And he says, one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, 
I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Mm. And I was thinking about that and how, why is that so important to me at uh, 60 years of age as compared to when I was young Kurt Kersey's age at 25, 30 years old. And um, truthfully, you know, I think about back at life and, and certainly reflection. And back when I was 27 and starting a new business and had a new wife and the idea of children in the future and um, in my head and my heart, it was, I was gonna go conquer the world. I was gonna be somebody. And um, you know, the, the be somebody, is is all well and good but as a christian man to be somebody in christ is where the focus needs to be or where our true joy will come throughout the years is when we are being somebody in christ that he would have us be that we're following in him like jesus the greatest thing about him we think about the book of john and how he is just constantly saying not my will but the father's be done Here's the king of the universe, and every single thing he says is not my will, but the Father's be done. Just powerful, powerful example that Jesus always gave us. So with that verse, what is the first reason that it's important to me? Well, forgetting what lies behind. And I think about when I was 25 or 30, I didn't have half as many life experiences in myself at the time to have any major regrets. But now, yes, at 60, I look back with some regrets. And yet at the same time, it says forgetting what lies behind. And that gives us freedom because here we are sitting here thinking about, well, if I would have known the coronavirus was coming, I might have uh, had more in savings and less in that new equipment. I might have not hired the new guy in January. Um, I might not have bought that new building this year. You know, you know, fill in the blank, whatever you want. Hindsight is twenty twenty, and we, when we look at hindsight, it gives us clarity, but it can also bring regrets to our mind that we wish we could have done it differently because hindsight is twenty twenty. But uh, Paul gives us that start by saying, hey, guys, you are forgiven. It's like Jesus is coming here, and in his coming, he has an eraser that goes in front of your sin, in front of your regrets and erases them. He has accepted you completely and openly. And, you know, that's the total peace that comes with that. And so there's Paul, who was, as we know, his history is, it's such a great example that he could be our leader in this. But so I, my first encouragement uh, is, let us not dwell on our regrets, but leave them behind. Uh, forgetting what lies behind so it brings freedom, relief, peace, courage, new hope. Because of Christ, all is forgiven. I won't be immobilized. I will lead forward, lean forward in hope and joy at what comes in this new great adventure that we're on that he's put us in. Um, and then the second part of that verse is um, strain and forget what lies behind and strain forward to what lies ahead. So what lies ahead? You know, if, if we're thinking selfishly, in our own personal, what do, what do I want out of life? We all have different story. But if we're looking at the light in the room and we press toward that, it says, what, uh, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So 
with that in mind, there's freedom in the midst of all the worry, in the midst of all the, the pain of the situations we're in. We know that, you know, if, it, if it's um, that in six months, I'm packing groceries for Kroger because the new world says that everyone gets their groceries online. Uh, it, you know, according to the Lord Jesus, as long as I'm with people and, and, and uh, just acknowledging him and making disciples, I am just totally okay. It doesn't matter that, you know, the last 40 years I've done an architecture thing. You know, I, it's, it's a totally freeing thing to say, okay, God, I'm just your servant walking this life. And um, yeah. uh, my, one of my bumper buddies, my best friends is, is now my employer, Brad Ewing, my boss. Um, he's also my, my son in many ways. But uh, Brad Ewing is famous for saying, there are only two things eternal, the word of God and people. And he says that he's said that often over the years. And if there's only two things eternal, I mean, I think C.S. Lewis in Mere Christianity reiterates that, the eternity of man, because we each have a soul. But So each day, how can I lift up my life first? How can I um, press in and actually accomplish forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead? Well, how I can do that is to consciously, intentionally do something eternal. And if I want to do something eternal in those days, then it's either press into the Lord Jesus, consciously, intentionally say, Lord, I'm going to worship you at this moment. I want to worship you just because I'm standing here talking to a friend and he's telling me about his life. And I say to myself, praise God for, for this person, even if that person doesn't follow Jesus yet. Yes. Uh, or, you know, the secondly, pray, push in towards there it is. This is so the, the eternity of, of people. Um, yesterday I was designing topography for nine straight hours and just had my head down and I was in the groove and all that kind of stuff. And I can go 15 hours when I'm onto something that's architectural and I'm trying to solve a problem. It's like putting a puzzle together and you get obsessed with it. And so I was down in the groove and the phone rings and it was a contractor and I stopped, and with my goal of doing something eternal every day, I said, okay, I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to break this stream of consciousness, this train of thought, and talk to this person. And we were on the phone for 20 minutes, and we talked about the job, and we talked about everything else. But I also brought up how his son was doing, and, and uh, my grandson, and all those kind of things, and connected with him. I connected with him on an emotional level. And I know that as I go through life, when I look back to yesterday, it won't be the um, topo drawing that I did that I remember. It'll be the connection with a human being, an eternal human being. All of us are eternal. And, it's, and that connection gives me hope and gives me purpose. I know that if, if I get to the end of the day and I've positively intentionally intentionally connected with a human being or to our lord jesus then my life has true and eternal meaning because i've touched eternity mm. and then i'm at peace mm -hmm. so the encouragement is leave your regrets behind because jesus already has he was the eraser that went before your your regrets your mistakes etc and erased them for you through the cross uh 
live with your purpose not being yourself, but that with, with, but with uh, Jesus, and do something eternal each day. Touch the Lord, touch, uh, touch another human being. So that's what I leave you with this morning. That's good, Mark. I made a big note that when you walk in a room and you find somebody that is following Jesus, that, that there's an immediate connection, there's a light, and how we started this, um, this meeting this morning was, you know, the light that you guys have been to me, obviously in the last 12 hours or so, not just, not just the last 12 hours, but through this pandemic and over the years. So once again, Mark, thanks for having the courage to lead us this morning. Um, and thanks for, thanks for serving our King. So we love you. Will you pray us out this morning? Sure. Sure. Father God, um, the one who unites, unites us together, the one who proveniently led us to you, even though we desire to be drawn to you, Lord Jesus, thank you for, for choosing us, for bringing us to be part of your kingdom. And we are yours, your sheep. Mm. And we desire to follow you. Uh, today, as we go out, let us not let our regrets and the things that are in our rearview mirror stop us and immobilize us. Don't let those things do that, Lord. Let us look forward to you ahead of us mm -hmm. and with the purpose, not of our own self, but with your glory in mind, Lord. Help us to do something eternal each day, intentionally today. When yeah. someone stops and talks to us, when um, we're on that phone, we can think, Lord, what would you have me say? Mm. There's an eternal consequence here. Instead of it just being just a conversation, let it be an eternal conversation. Mm -hmm. Thank you for these brothers and for their encouragement to me and the fact that I get to be eternal with them and we'll yeah. see them a thousand years from now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well done. Have, make it a great Friday.